Well, as I cut the end of my Drew Estate Lounge cigar to get ready for this show, my name is the Nubian Sumo, and as usual, we have our the usual suspects on with us. First up, hiding again behind the WCW NWO banner is the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez. Just get a little light reading in, you know. May game may make a comeback. Huh. And then we also have the pilot of the mothership, the maintainer of the mothership, the man who's running the tape, the turntables, the big guy KG. What's up, bro? What's happening? See, that's another haul that I get today. I'm I'm in love with Hot Wheels, man, and I done found me a little honey pot, so I'm I'm happy today. Well, that's what's up. Everybody has their advice. I definitely yeah, have man. mine. Hey, and as I stated, remember this game? Yes. Oh, I was I was doing some light reading. I don't know if it'll flip over well, but you know, sorry, James. I mean to cut you off, but. It's somebody that you know, a nice little chapter in there. Can you guys see that? Am I holding that? That one, I was like, oh snap! Arguably the best uh, uh, character in uh, the game there. Move, sing to move, dive ahead, but but uh, the second best one, you know. <laughs> like, yep. What? <laughs> Rassler gave got somebody named Dim Sum. That's that's funny. I was doing some uh, spring cleaning. And I was like, oh snap. I'll be damned. WCW versus NWO, arguably uh, one of the top three greatest wrestling games of all time. And I see uh, James is uh, eager to tell us what he's drinking and smoking, and he's uh, representing the nature boy, Ric Flair. So obviously it's got to be something exquisite and good. Good. What you got, James? Well, first of all, we don't talk about Booker T up in here because Booker T is an ass. Anyway, I'm just wearing I'm just wearing my Nature Boy shirt for lack of other options. Thanks, James. And, that was anticlimactic. Yeah. <laughs> and, already, and while you and while you while you were filibustering on the WCW book. I already showed my stick and my, and my what I'm I drinking. So. I know I saw it, but you didn't say what it was. Well, what they they can in podcast land. I'm sure. I, I'm sure our audience is not illiterate, so they saw what the bottle was. It's all good. But, but what about the podcast people that can't see, James? Gosh, you see, what's this? How many weeks we've we been doing this uh, on video now, KG? What are we like? Uh, a month? Two months? Two years? Uh, well, video, I mean, shoot. <laughs> two, mean, two, two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks of solid video, and he forgot his one job of remembering <laughs> that we're dual platform. One job, dual platform. Okay, damn. You know All you right. Get? You get the Jurassic Park Asset Award. We're just going to drop the ET off of it. How about that? <laughs> You know we're what? not sponsored by Jurassic Park, I'm but not, I'm, I'm not. I'm not dealing with you. Would you like your secret mail to you, sir? 
Jurassic ass at? Would, would you like that sticker? How no. you like? How about you kiss my ass set? Okay. Hey man, <laughs> hey man, that sounds like that's a pun intended. You need to watch that. Starting watch early. Starting early. We don't pay. Okay, you for, for, uh, so, so for those that are video negligent at this time, why y'all make it sound so bad, baby? They having trouble right now. They could be watching verses on video and listening to us in podcast land. Dang. Well, if they're listening to verses right now, they need to get their life together. Who cares about escaping SWV? They should be they should be they should be concentrating on us. <laughs> that was an alley oop just to get KG to uh raise his hand because he probably figured, oh Sam, why don't I think about watching that tonight? But you know, we digress. Go ahead, James. But the newbie yeah, sumo tonight is powered by the Drew Estate Undercrown Lounge, which is only available at the Corona Cigar Company in Orlando, Florida. And I'm also drinking on the Cooper's Craft Straight Kentucky Bourbon. Thank James. So... Even though you're a buster, you must have paid a little extra on your cable bill this week because both of those look really clear. I'm proud of you. I'm very proud of you. Good job, man. We may keep you around for five more minutes. Speaking of which, uh, KG, I have a special request from the tech department. Um, we're going to have to figure out how I can uh, get access to the ticker so that way I can thoroughly say bad things about James <laughs> on the ticker throughout the entire show. Oh, man. Um, you see. Just so and and KG, just so you know, my contract has been renewed, and uh, there, there is a new caveat, a new clause in the contract saying that Don cannot have access to the ticker. <laughs> that's and I believe that's the boss BJ down below. I have access to see that Facebook is rocking and rolling for uh, the WrestleManiacs or what up, uh, folks watching on Facebook. Just to let you know, tonight we are thoroughly not sponsored by Panera Bread and Panera Bread Vinaigrette. So we have no sponsorship by them at all. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just trying. I'm just trying to look. You, bougie. you, you oh, gave. Oh, oh, you oh. gave. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm trying to be a head model. Wait, hey, James. James, I'm trying to be a head model. Did I? Did I get that? Did I get the head model right, James? That, that, you gave KG so much hell last wait, 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 week James. about James, having coming. food coming, on the show, and James. now all of a sudden it's all right for you to have your your tally your tally dressing. See, that's why you can't flip off show. old people because they got one track mind. He can't even get out the fact that. You know what I'm saying? There could be some uh, hand gesturing. He's just still trying to muddle out whatever he's trying to prove. Because nobody gives a damn about your finger. Well, actually. Let's, me too. Borderline. Don't. Is line. Don't, don't cross it. It was a pregnant me too. It was a me pregnant too. Next. Speaking of pregnant, um, and Lord knows I've seen a lot of speaking of pregnants uh, in my lifetime. Uh, for real, with the exception of uh, tax time, which I like to see the rewards of all the speaking of pregnancy, uh, but that's just besides the point. 
Uh, we are here on Mother's Day Eve to talk about some stuff that happened last week. So as much as James would like to uh, go back and forth talking about all his craziness, we're going to let him smoke and drink. Maybe we'll let him talk uh, at some point tonight. But we're going to jump in, do what we do, give you a nice little short and sweet special so that way you can spend time with uh, – one of the two, if you're married, uh, most important women this weekend, and that being your mom or your mother. And then, you know, on uh, Monday is back to the wife. So, blood and guts. Not a pay-per-view. It's a free-per-view of sorts. Kind of interesting, and I want to get, get you guys' opinion on two things. Because the first thing I thought was on the day of... Daly's place, I'm like, okay, is it big enough to drop the ring? Well, I'm sorry, drop the cage. They can fit two rings because all they got to do is just move back where uh, the wrestlers on the, the heel and face side are standing. So I know they have the space uh, width-wise, but is it high enough for the ceilings to be able to drop it down? At first, the way they produced it, I was like, man, they actually had time during a commercial break to drop it down, and there was no problems. But kind of discovered through uh, the wonders of social media that it was a little bit of an interesting situation. So the Blood and Guts hour was live, but all the other matches were taped. So that's the first thing I want to get your guys' opinion on. The second thing is the finish now that's not removing some of the stuff that happened um in a match you had uh the 14 uh uh round robin match between scu and jurassic express and varsity blondes and the acclaimed uh to become number one contenders we had uh kenny omega and michael nakazawa going up against eddie kingston and mox we had cody versus qt um a couple other matches uh in there as well all before the main event, which was Pinnacle versus Inner Circle, and what we really know as War Games. For those that are wondering, what is Blood and Guts match? It's War Games that we've seen many times before. Uh, but we'll talk about the main match. But uh, did you guys see uh, that that social media post? Now I saw it through. We're not sponsored by them, you know. It'd be kind of annoying sometimes, so I'm just gonna say it, but we're not gonna put emphasis on it. TikTok. And we're going to move on. So, but if we end up being on TikTok, make sure you go ahead and hit that heart button 8 million times so that way we can actually make $2 and be rich like uh, some of those other people that TikTok all day with no life. So, uh, gentlemen, the people there that were present paid at some $80, maybe a little, little bit more, a little bit less, got to watch on the, the big screen, the Tron, the first hour. And then they experienced the second hour. Not sure if there was anything after that, um, but there was some scuttlebutt. The people were upset that it was basically a one-hour live event with an hour tape. So what's your thoughts on that? And then also the finish uh, for the actual match. Well, did you he also hear through TikTok that five people got refunds on that yeah. show? Yes, uh, that was uh, subsequent talk of the ticks. Yes. 
Yeah, apparently Tony Khan came out and it kind of explained what was going to happen, telling them that it was going to be a show on the Tron, so to speak, uh, and that the live show would actually be the blood and gut show. And mm -hmm. if they want, and if anybody would disagreed with what the with the programming setup, that they could come back, come to them and get their money back. And five people actually did. They got their money back. Yep. <coughs> but uh, Which, but I yeah, mean, I mean, would you would you have? Uh, and KG asked you the same thing. Would you have stayed, or would you have got your money back, James? Oh, the people that got their dis that got their refund, I ended up staying. And I would have, I would have gotten my money back too and stayed. Why not get a free show? Yeah, you know, or at least half of you know, you give me half my money back because you know. Well, KG, what's your thoughts on that? And then I'll tell you how really they should have done it. Uh, I got a lot of thoughts on the whole pay per view period because a lot of things have came out since the end of it. And damn, Skippy, I would have got my money back. Um. AEW has not put out a bad product thus far, but this is a bad product. This was a bad batch, if you will. You trying to do some Star Wars puns there? That they go on Disney Plus this week, just saying. Not uh, sponsored by them either. We do a lot of not sponsored by. I just want to say that. Maybe <laughs> One thing we around, you know, Paul Tail didn't even want to give us the time of day, and Lord knows we like some tail uh, of podcasting. But go ahead. That's a universal statement. So, you know, if somebody was uh, different, uh, you know, elk, then it wouldn't be a me too, just saying. Oh, just in case anybody's wondering, this is a crown royal glass, as you can why see. Got, why got why got be bougie? <laughs> this, is a crown, this is a crown royal you know glass, as fine, you can Fine, James, see. fine. Fine. So the last like, yeah. of the show is going to be brought to you by Plato, just for no particular reason other than <laughs> Plato. Well, if anybody's wondering, this is a Walmart cup. So. <laughs> no, no. But it was a lot that came out after this pay-per-view. And it's crazy. I mean, I, 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 I want to save it, see if you guys cover it, but it's a lot that's going on. And no, go ahead and spit it out. Okay. Number one, they gave the refunds. Number two, you dipped this out of an hour. Who wants to go to a live match and you have to watch an hour on the Jumbotron? But see, I'm not to, feeling that. Not to cut you off, but this, but but see, when I heard when I heard that, you know what the first thing came to my mind was? WrestleMania 3. No. Mm -hmm. But that was expected for WrestleMania No. 3. It was the Starcade that they did from Greensboro and from yeah. Chicago, where they alternated the matches. But between the two, so one side, once Greensboro was seeing Chicago on closed circuit, and vice versa, and but then they had, then they had, then they had like the, whatever the main event was in each or in each place, right? So but yeah, that was, it was booked that way, and it was advertised that way. True. So True. I mean, you knew what you were getting into, even with WrestleMania three, you knew what you were getting into. Um, so you knew you would see half the show, uh, and you just wanted to see which half you got. That was just, but then that was uh, apropos to how uh, the house show loops were anyway. Remember, we had an A and a B loop. So you know, you may have seen your favorite superstar 
this time, but two months from now, it's going to be other superstar before we had the brand extensions and all that. So they were running two different uh, teams, two different loops, and that, that's just how things were done. So that fit in. Now, in my opinion, what they should have did was said, even if they didn't advertise it and you know people were just there and say, hey, here's what's going to happen. First hour, you're going to see the tape version of Dynamite. I apologize for that, but in order to accommodate these two rings and the setup and everything, the way we built the trust and, and, and the entire uh, double cage, we have to do it that way. You're going to have blood and guts after that. And then you're going to have an additional hour of matches that's going to feature these AAA superstars. So like Orange Cassidy didn't wrestle, so he's going to be wrestling um, afterwards. And they will be in the double cage to be shown at a later date. That's it. So it's a three-hour show. What's up, KG? But wait. They said that they weren't going to go after anybody that pirated Blood and Guts, right? And, you know, no, no, no. But they said they weren't going to go after anybody that posted clips online. They shut down a long-time YouTube page, Botchmania. Long time. This dude's been on YouTube for years, and they had him shut down. The hypocrisy of well, AEW to go after somebody like that because you did something that dirty and they show clips online and you're mad? The hypocrisy. Did they need to shut down all the, the tick of the talks, the Instagrams, and all that other stuff? Because oh, it's, they, a whole, it's a whole bunch of websites and oh, YouTube yeah. pages that go that do that. Hell, they might shut us down. That was a. <laughs> I guess, ironically, you don't really hear about it too much in, in, in wrestling outside of kayfabe, but that was a hit. Botchman, that was a hit. That but was here's a hit. the thing. Hey, guys, we're going to take out the contract. We're going to do the hit. Maybe y'all can help us somewhere because this is going to be beneficial for all companies. That, that's what that was. That was that was a hit. That was three shots center mass, knee bomb. That was three shots center mass. But see, here's the thing. To say no that you're thing. not going to go after anybody, but then you go after somebody and you, 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 you shut down a long time page. You, you take them off, uh, off of YouTube. You get them suspended over some bullshit. Well, he can I fight it, make that. a big deal about it, and come out on top. Whoever's you know running it. So I mean, you know, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it for everybody. But if you didn't shut down all the other platforms, but I'm the only one, yeah, you know, hey, I'm either going to make a larger stink. Or you're gonna have to uh, come up with some reparations on that. But uh, you know, <laughs> don't, don't, don't say reparations because you know you ain't getting that. <laughs> but well, they might. The they problem ain't black. was how they shot it, and why when they built the uh, uh, the, the fall, the, the the what do you call it, the um, the stunt box? Why was the 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 pad so high? There should have been a little bit more depth so Jericho went down in instead of landing and then the platforms popped up. And he should not have shot that close up. Every shot from Daly's place because of how it's set up should have been from top of the ring looking down or, or looking to the side. Nothing should have been to the point to where you could see the pad underneath, the crash pad is what it's called, uh, the, the pad underneath. And that's where as soon as Jericho went, and they showed the replays like, God dang it, now I lost it. Shout out to Jericho for selling it, but come on, y'all. You know, first is the, the, the pyro, 
Yeah, you know, I was we gonna get say. The and now we don't get the you know the crashing through. Yeah, we just need the only forward. thing. The only thing that was missing was the sound effect. <laughs> yeah, and then the production kept showing it. If you would have done the and then cut away and showed a different angle every single time, you'd have been okay. But you kept showing an angle from the production truck that made it not look good every single time. One shot, good. If you just had to do it from that close up, but five, six, seven, and you're just sitting there like, I see the pad, I see the pad, I see the pad, I see the pad, I see the pad. It's like, guys, come on. The match was just great all the way up until that. And then the cardboard that was on top that he broke through, that that just made it worse. You know? (laughs) The depth should have been. Like I said, you know, if it's deep enough, maybe about, you know, two, three feet deep, and then have the pad. So that way it can just... And you don't see Jericho. I would rather not see Jericho and they have to drop down and get him versus, you know, anything else. And that actually on the WWE side of things, Makes the WWE's uh, throwing somebody off the um, uh, the side of the stage or or off the Tron and stuff, and you see something under the table actually look pretty good. <laughs> so you're like, oh man, that's just something under the table. It's not even a big old bump anymore. Yeah, they'd have been, well, they'd have been they, better off bringing out the bringing out the um, mimosa pool again. Yeah, but truthfully, I mean, if I was gonna do the bump, I probably. I mean, well, probably because I'm crazy enough, I'd push me off, especially if I was given a chance. I'd have maybe some tables set up and go through the tables. Let the right. tables make the ball, right. and then it's what it is. Maybe padding underneath so that way, you know, it, it catches, but it's not made to break away. If it does break, okay, but there's something to to crash through. Yeah. And they, tables would tables covered tables would have been much better than what they did. Yeah. yeah, and and MJF could have orchestrated, bring the tables over, bring the tables over, set it up. I'm gonna throw them off, and then you know the the back and forth of yeah, he's gonna go. No, he's not gonna go. Yeah, he's gonna go, and then like nah, he's not gonna do it. And then all of a sudden, boom, that, that that's how it would be. So they can't but blame going, the but Omega. Going, but going back even before that, when the way the match ended, talking making the threat that he was gonna push him off, and they yeah. gave, and they just gave it up. That was bullshit. Cause you know they were gonna he was gonna push him off anyway. So I mean, right. you know, why well, why give why give up the match like that? I, that's time, time to book your tour dates. <laughs> uh, right. I'm hoping that you know they're selling Jericho's injured and that it is what it is. Just let it be what it's gonna be. Let him start his Fozzy tour, take his break, get ready for the cruise. Because ideally, we're not too far away from that. And then you know it is what it's gonna be. I mean. Hell, if they have to do a rematch, it have to be extra safe when somebody gets thrown off the cruise ship. Just saying. Because <laughs> you got to save face on this one, AEW. Like I said, that's two back-to-back um, finishes that didn't come to fruition. The first one, you know, it's it's pyro. It's, you know, it's technical. We, we've all seen WWE's had it happen. I mean, it just, it happens. Some things just don't fire. That's wiring. But this one was a planning idea that just didn't work out. But you know, so that that, that was our opinion and our feeling of blood and guts. And now, I believe it's time, if my production notes are looking accurate, 
to say goodbye to James and let him go finish uh, doing whatever he's doing. And then KG and I are going to finish the show. That's all right. I'll go over here and finish Jupiter's legacy, and I'll let y'all have the show. I don't know how to take that. He's actually volunteering to leave, KG. I mean, if y'all, I mean, you know, if you want, what me, are we you want me off, I mean. You, you know something I learned? When somebody volunteered to leave work, you make them stay. Dang it. You sound just like the man. He is the man. <laughs> Not that man. No, he is that man. He's the boss. He's the bo where he at. He the boss. Oh, so man. he's telling you what he would do in this situation. I gotta take this man. I got a I got a funeral I gotta go to. For real, I gotta be there. I don't even know him. Well, I'll be like I'll be like old girl. I'll be like old girl on Everybody Hates Chris. My woman got two jobs. I don't need this. <laughs> All right, so uh, speaking of two jobs, you failed on your first one, James. So here's your second chance at redemption. That's just Nubian this week. Tell us about it. That's just Nubian is also not sponsored by uh, Buzzio Water Bottles. It does keep water cold for, I believe, if I'm wrong on that, just go with it because it's really good. This is a big ass bottle, too. but work that thing out you'll be good to go we are not sponsored by them by any rights so just want to make sure that's clear um but if you do buy one then slot us five dollars well after that mediocre introduction ladies and gentlemen i'll go into what's going on with the independent scene as we know it today and we'll start off with new japan pro wrestling where they had the wrestling Dantaku uh shows back on march the third and march the fourth i'll go into the main uh show main matches where uh zack saber jr defeated tonga lois for the right to challenge for the iwgp heavyweight tag team championships which should come up at some point in the near future uh tai chi wound up winning his iron fingers ladder match uh where he got the iron fingers back and they haven't been seen since which uh is a pretty much a waste of a match to me but mm -hmm. oh well then you have uh jay white who defeated uh hiroshi tanahashi for the never open weight championship now making him the first ever grand slam champion in new japan pro wrestling so nice. he has he has held the iwgp heavyweight iwgp intercontinental IWGP United States Championship and now the Never Open Weight title. So um, we'll see who his first um, opponent will be coming up here soon. Then on uh, May the 4th, they had uh, some issues with some folks who have allegedly contracted or was close to people who had COVID-19. So they had eight wrestlers who were taking off the mat the the card to for for protection, and they re reordered the uh, matches, which took out the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title match between um, Despera El Desperado and Yo from Rapungi 3K. So um, the main event for that match was Will Osprey versus Shingo Takagi. For the world heavyweight championship which was a very great match 
Um, it went 44 minutes and was a very and was an excellent match of which Will Ospreay came out with the Duke. So he will go on now to face uh, Kazuchika Okada uh, at some point. Now, they were supposed to meet for the wrestling Grand Slam shows that were going to happen in Yokohama Stadium on the 15th and Tokyo Dome on the 29th. But because of the state of emergency that was made in Japan and other uh, territories within the, within the country, they have shut those down due to COVID nineteen and the, and the, and the rise in infections that have happened here recently. So they're going to re postpone those two shows and reschedule at some point, and uh, that might affect the Dominion show that's supposed to happen on June the sixth as well. So um, we'll get back to those once uh, I find out more about those things. And as far as uh, New Japan Strong, on um, the last show, the main event was John Moxley and uh, Chris Dickinson versus Yuji Nagata and Ren Narita, uh, setting up their match on for Wednesday, where Nagata will be challenging uh, John Moxley for the IWGP United States Championship. So um, that I wasn't able to see that match uh, because of everything that I had to catch up on. So, um, but that is the how the match turned out, uh, and I, I'm not able to tell you what um, how that match went, but I'm sure it was a pretty good match with the four guys that was in it because Narita is one of the uh, better uh, Lions Den um, uh, young Lions that they have, and Nagata being the uh, legend that he is, and Chris Dickinson is an up and comer who is in a whole bunch of different independents right now and is the part of two different factions right now, being that he's part of Team Filthy and he's part of uh, he's a part of Team Filthy in New Japan Strong and he's part of Violence Unlimited in um, Ring of Honor. So he's he's doing he's doing pretty good work right now for himself and and uh, doing having real good showings in his um in his matches. So next up, we want to talk about um, Ring of Honor, where um, La Faccione, that La Faccione Ingubernable has been, yeah. has, been week. has been suspended without pay because of their, um, their uh, antics that have been happening over the last month or so, where they've, uh, they, they ousted, they physically ousted the female member of their group uh, and kicked her out. And then they, they also had a no contest in a six man tag. They had a couple of weeks ago that um, um, wound up going to a no contest. So the board of directors who have just been put together uh, have um, decided that they're not, they're going to suspend them without pay for 60 days. Mm -hmm. um, now um, you have the match coming up with Quinn McKay, which is one of their, um, backstage um interviewers going up against angelina love uh in a match where the, if quinn wins she'll be able to get into the women's world title match or tournament and if angelina love wins she'll get a first round bye so that match will be coming up soon you also have had we also had a match uh with recently where ogk uh the o og kingdom which is uh matt taven and mike bennett 
wound up getting a tight winning a title match, a tag title match for May the tw- May the twenty second against the Foundation, uh, who are the tag team champions, Hot Sauce Tracy Williams and um, Rhett Titus. Now, speaking of uh, Hot Hot Sauce uh, Tracy Williams, he actually lost his television title recently to uh, Tony Deppin, who is part of the Violence Unlimited. Uh, faction that just formed recently with uh Brody King and Homicide and the person uh Chris Dickinson, who I mentioned earlier. So he is the first person within that faction to actually bring gold into that faction. So that's a good thing for them to um build on. Then they've also named the first entrant into the women's world tag title match, who is a young lady by the name of Roxy Roxy R O K dash capital C. And um, so she is a uh, independent wrestler who debuted in 2016 at the age of 14. She started her um, training back when she was 13 years old rest under the guidance of Daga. For those who don't know who Daga is, Daga is the boyfriend significant other to Tessa Blanchard. Yep. Well, they both apparently supposed to be moving to uh, AEW at some point. So we'll see when that happens. She's a former Diamond Division champion for Reality of Wrestling, which is uh, Booker T's organization down in Texas. And she's wrestled for other organizations like Shimmer, Rise, and AAW. AAW being another up-and-coming independent that's uh, making their way in, uh, into uh, making people's attention. So um yeah, she's she's been doing her rounds for a while, for a little while now, and she's been catching a lot of attention. So um, be on the lookout for her, and uh, and I'll let you know what other um, interest there will be uh, before this starts. Um, now going to Impact, uh, you've had uh, El El Fantasmo's debut on last week, um, so he so now Bullet Club is actually in. Impact Wrestling, not the not the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega and all them, but uh, you have an actual Japan Bullet Club member in Impact right now. So uh, you had Gallows uh, going against in a singles match against Ju- beating Juice Robinson, uh, which is supposed to set up another tag match for them. Um, Jordan Grace has been re-signed to Impact Wrestling. I'm not sure of the uh, uh what's what her contract entails or how long it's supposed to be but once i find out i'll let you all know uh the six the six per the six man the six way number one contender match that's supposed to happen at under siege has been completed you have trey miguel um moose chris saban chris bay matt cardona and Sammy Callahan, who are going to be vying for the number one contendership. So you had Chris Saban, who uh, who out of beating Rhino last week, uh, Miguel Trey, Trey Miguel, who beat Rohit Raju, and Moose wound up defeating James Storm for that um, for those spots in the um, six way. So um, not much going on in the NWA right now, other than the fact that they are setting up for. A, uh, a new pay-per-view that's going to be on uh, Fight TV, which will be uh, which is called "When Your Shadows When Our Shadows Fall." 
is the name of the pay-per-view. And again, that's going to be on June the 6th at 4 o'clock in the afternoon on Fight TV. So if you're interested in checking that out, you can do so. They're also showing, still showing the NWA Power every Tuesday at 6.05. So you can check that out as well. And um, I'm going, I'm, I'm going a little sideways on, on what I usually talk about because there's some things that are going on that need to be discussed uh, it need to be brought up. So um, okay. a lot of these things, a lot of these things are revolving around the A, the Triple A Ray Del Rey's event that happened on May the first. So um, I'm going, I'm gonna go through the card a little bit because there's a lot of a lot of moving around and whatnot that went on during this uh, pay per view, um, which was shown live on Mexican television. So mm. it was, and which is one of their more significant. Um, pay-per-views being the, the Ray Del Rey, the Ray Del Rey's match, which is the King of Kings match is their version of the Royal Rumble. But it's yeah. like, but it was, it's like everybody's in the ring at the same time, rather than people coming in one at a time. And then it ends with a uh, actual match for the last two in the ring. So um, I'll get to that in a moment, but you had, you started up, you had, uh, Psycho Clown and Pagano, which is two of their mainstays within the AWA, going up against Chessman and a mystery partner who wound up being Sam Adonis. Now, Sam Adonis has, is known in the independence as uh, being in CMLL and raising a lot of sand down there, but he's also known as Corey Graves' younger brother. Mm. So he's been, he's been in Mexico doing his thing and making a name for himself. So uh, that match wound up going into a no contest because Adonis ended up, atta ended up attacking his tag partner, Chessman, along with uh, Puma King and another wrestler named Diamante Azul, who is actually the Mexican national champion for CMLL. And they started a faction by the name of La Impresa. So um, La Impresa, they made their introduction into uh, the wrestling world at that moment. Uh, so then you had the Ray De Rays match, which was, uh, which included Laredo Kid, Tejano Jr., Murder Clown, Aerostar, Drago, Abismo Negro Jr., Hijo de Vikingo, and Mysterious. And now um, I know you probably, if anybody that watches Lucha Underground uh, recognizes a bunch of those names. Um, if you, uh, there's some of those names have been in AEW and in Impact as well. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you had Laredo Kid who wound up winning, uh, uh, turn, uh, winner. Then you had, um, the Ray Del Reyes title, the Ray, Ray, Del Reyes title, which is a title that, um, Tessa Blanchard formerly had of, Taya Valkyrie has um <laughs> okay all right uh Taya Valkyrie actually had the title but she gave up the title to go to WWE so this match which is a similar match to the Raider Race title uh match is uh for the that title so you had uh Fabi Apache uh Lady Shani you had Lady Flamer uh you had um Chick Tormenta, 
you had uh Morivela and a new sexy star. Now, for those who don't know about the story behind Sexy Star, Sexy Star was a Mexican female wrestler who wound up getting into a match with I believe was Thunder Rosa and wound up getting having a ended up in shooting in the match and breaking um Thunder Rosa's arm and she ended up getting blacklisted from a lot of different organizations. So being that Triple A actually owned the rights to the sexy star character, they gave that character and that mask to another woman who wound up, it was formerly Ija de Gutabella. Gatabella, excuse me, Gata, because I can't, Gatabella. So they gave her that, um, that moniker now. So she's the new sexy star. And the old sexy star is actually in uh, MMA right now. Um, and she's had been in a few different matches and has and has a mixed record you know she's uh kind of 50 50 in her matches uh so um you won't be hearing from her again in the wrestling world anymore so um late uh fabi apache who has been seen on uh impact wrestling uh has been uh, in a few matches wound up winning the title and as soon as she won the title diana perazu the the not the the impact knockouts champion showed up and challenged her to a title versus title match and and, and which will most likely happen during triple mania which will happen later on sometime this summer so um you so you'll be I'll I'll keep you up on that and let you know what's going on with triple mania and um let you know when that's going to be but that should be interesting um, now the Latin American title, which was vacated by Daga, was what they had a three-way match for that title uh, between Black Taurus, who's wrestling in um, Impact right now, Octagon, and a mystery uh, opponent who wound up being Viano Three Junior. Really? So I don't know if you all remember know about the, the Vianos, but there are actually five original Vianos. And uh, and they all had they were all brothers, and they all have children that were became Vianos as well. So this is Viano, Viano three Jr. and Black Taurus, who's part who, like I said, who is in Impact and is part of Decay with Rosemary and Crazy Steve, actually won that title. So he is now the new Latin American uh, heavyweight champion. Now. Here comes the craziness. Okay, I left the last two for the for for, for the craziness because these right are the, these are the things that need to be discussed because some of these things are kind of okay, you know, interesting, but then other the other one is kind of bullshit. So, would you like would you like the interesting or would you like the bullshit first? I'd say let's take the. Uh uh the fecal matter so that way we can clean it up with the interesting okay so the cruiserweight that triple a cruiserweight championship was uh the number one there was a three a four-way match for the number one contendership now the winner of it was a gentleman was a remastered wrestler by the name of litigo who after the match was approached by laredo kid who challenged Latigo to a match for the AAA Cruiserweight Championship. Oh boy. Now the 
bullshit about this is is that a few weeks ago I mentioned to you all that Laredo Kid was in a match with Rio Leo Rush in a title versus title match for the AAA Cruiserweight Championship and the MLW Middleweight Championship of which uh, Leo Rush wound up winning. Right. Now, the story is, is that AAA does not recognize that win by Leo Rush and is still considering Laredo Kid as the as their cruiserweight champion. Now, okay. now being that this was on now the story that they're giving in AAA is is that there was a non-televised match uh, with Laredo Kid and Daga where he wound up winning back the championship. Now, Daga has did not have this championship. Right. He had the, he had the Latin American championship. He didn't have the Cruiserweight championship. So, but that's the story that they're telling in AAA. Now, in MLW, you've got them saying that Laredo Kid is disputing his win because he's saying that while he had Leo Rush in a leg lock, that Leo Rush tapped out. Now, the rules for a tap out in MLW, as they stated, was that you had to ha have at least three taps on one hand on the mat or the a body part of your of the person that has you in that hold right and they have to and three taps have to be consistent on the same hand now leo rush in the tape that they showed tap 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 like a swimming move right so so they're saying that so laredo kid apparently or as the storyline is going is saying that he actually tapped out and he didn't lose the match to leo rush so leo rush hasn't been seen with the belt since he won it other than some other than a couple of promos that he did but they're saying that laredo kid wound up getting his own belt made and is actually going around wrestling as the AAA Cruiserweight Champion. So I don't know how Leo Rush feels about this. I don't know how they're going to I do it. Find out. They most likely will do a rematch between the two where Laredo Kid winds up winning and getting the title back so they can kind of get out of the situation as far as MLW is concerned. But yeah, AAA was like, fuck that. No, Leo Rush is not our champion. So I just wanted to let y'all know that y'all boys being hated on in Mexico. <laughs> uh, we need to figure out what the reasoning behind that is. That could be uh, go a couple ways. We'll just put it out at that. But uh, go ahead and tell us the crazy. Now, the crazy is, is that at the end of the AAA Ray Del Rey's pay-per-view, you had an appearance by Andrade. Now Andrade goes on uh -oh. to state that not only does he he has a he's put out a list of wrestlers that he wants to wrestle, kind of like what Cody did when he got out of the WWE. He has his own. 
I mean, Andrade has his own list. Right. One of the people on this list is Psycho Clown, which I said earlier was like their number one guy in Triple A right now. You know, he's like their John Cena. Mm -hmm. So, so he he actually challenged him to a match, but he also challenged Kenny Omega for the Triple A Mega Championship that he holds and wants to have a match with him at Triple Mania sometime this summer. Oh my gosh. So now it's interesting because right before this happened, there's some YouTube videos that came out that that, that included Roosh from Ring of Honor and in the captions that they have where they had Andrade up under his name it said LFI La Facciones Ingubernables. Mm. So there may be a, it may be the fact that he has actually joined up with Roosh and has become a member of LFI, which means he may be going to Ring of Honor at some point and wrestling for them because that's where La Facciones and Gubernables is. So he's like, so it's and he, like the you know, blacklist is over for Andrade. And well, it's not necessarily a blacklist. Uh, because he he can't be on any kind of blacklist because he's got a lot of guys that are coming after him looking for um looking for them to be on their card. Like yeah, um, I mean, he's on the blacklist of you can't do anything right now, which I'm kind of in, it's kind of interesting that he's somehow circumventing the uh, non compete out of everybody. Well, no, 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 no. He got he got out he got out he got out of he got out of WWE without a non compete. Really. Yeah, he didn't have a non-compete when he got out. No, he did not have a he did not have a non-compete when he got out. So yes, he so he was because I was wondering how free and clear he was able to do things that nobody else was able to do. So I mean, hell, he got the best end of the stick there. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt at all, no doubt about that at all. So um, yes, when these videos came out, like I said, he had a whole bunch of folks on his list that he wanted to wrestle, and um, he and he's already called out two of them. Now, he also, like I said uh, before, like I said last week, I was talking about the uh, Faction Wrestling uh, organization that Alberto Del Rio and Chavo Guerrero Jr. had, and right. that, that, that Andrade was supposed to be having a match for them with uh, Alberto Del Rio on July 31st. Well, it's also come out that they're going to have their first show on June the 19th. Mm. And they've already got a match, uh, a match card for that, which is uh, Dragon Lee and Bandito versus the Lucha Brothers. Mm. You've got, and I, and I want you, and I want you to listen to this card and see what, and, and see what, and, and and listen close to this card. I'm just giving you the whole card: Dragon Lee versus Bandito against the Lucha Brothers. You got Ty Conte, Akiako, Hamada. Who is the former uh Ray Del Rey Reina Del Reina's champion and a mystery partner versus Red Velvet, Miranda Alize, and Zooks's, which is a um it was just which is CML. She's from CML. It's gonna be a 20-person battle royal, Ray, a three-way match with Ray Orus, Flamita, and a mystery uh, opponent. 
And then the main event is supposed to be Andrade, Roosh, Bestia Del Ring, and a mystery partner versus PJ Black, Matt Taven, and two other mystery partners. Now, KG, if that's not if that's not a super show for you starting out, I don't know what is because that's triple A, AEW, Ring of Honor, CMLL, and Impact involved in this match in this match card. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's all there's already some backlash on this match card because Ring of Honor just got word that CMLL has cut ties with them because of the Ring of Honor uh, folks dealing with them. So CMLL says they don't want nothing to do with this. So they've already, they've cut off their ties with Ring of Honor for having having, uh, wrestlers that's involved in this uh, match card. So, so uh, yeah, very, very interesting stuff going on. Uh, as far as uh, Mex- Mexican wrestling and uh, different fa- different organizations within the United States, especially when it's having to do with Andrade, so um, well they're yes. operating off the strength of Chavo. Period. That's the only reason why it's a success. KG, go ahead, man. When can I expect my check? Is what I would like to know. <laughs> Why not, why well, sounds like sounds why. like sounds like you need to talk to um uh 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 uh, uh Alberto Del Rio and Chavo Guerrero, and if you know what I know, don't hold your breath. <laughs> hey, I got a motto, and I I don't care who you are. You can be the president, you can be the vice president. I don't care who you are. When it comes down to getting paid, nobody wants to be stiffed on getting paid, especially for an idea that you've had for the last two and a half, three years. And I, I've told my boss this. I've told family this. You owe me money? Pay me or pay the undertaker? Which one you rather do? Well, undertaker got enough money, so <laughs> he's good. I don't mean that undertaker. That's not the undertaker I mean. Pay me or pay the undertaker? Which one you want to do? I don't know. I double down on the fact that as they're about to pay the Undertaker, here comes Kane. But I <laughs> <laughs> uh, just want to put out there uh, that, you know, the comments that are posted throughout our different social media platforms are not sponsored by Cat9 Cables. Cat9 Cables, which are great. Uh, if you need to improve the speed of your gaming or internet uh, get you a Cat9 cable that does not sponsor the Sideline Junkies and the WrestleManiacs. Just wanted to put that out there. Speaking of putting out there, hopefully this comes across because I want to get you guys' opinion on this. Uh, it's not a sponsorship deal. This is, hold on, it's, it's weird. There you go. This was uh, put up today by the uh, developers of WWE Champions, the mobile game. Let me see. There we go. Is that there? That's see that? So who's that uh, in the picture? That's uh, Rocky Johnson, is it not? Yep. So their new mode or feature is called the black market. And the first thing that you post out there saying we're going to be talking in about two hours. This was earlier today about our new uh, promotion. 
uh, is this image. So uh, what do you guys think about that? James, I'll let you go first. Well, uh, I be, me be not being a gaming guy, I mean, I could look at it negatively. Why are you going to call it the black market and then have Sweet Ebony Diamond on there? I mean, uh, you know. I, I, that was my take. It's I don't understand it. Not saying that, you know, I feel ill in a different way, but that's the equivalent of saying that, in my opinion, if I just wanted to be equally insensitive uh, from an advertiser perspective, is their new mode is going to be called Salty, and it's going to have a picture of Ric Flair. Like, well, <laughs> you know. Um, now, let me it, ask you this. Let me ask you this. To make it even worse, is this like one of those uh, games where you pick up like game trading cards or you oh, draft yeah. or you draft guys? Oh, so it's called the black market because you're buying slaves to work for you, and you want to put <laughs> and you want to put Rocky Johnson on the cover as your as your big stud, your big buck that you want yep. that you want to advertise to say, yeah. If you, you want to play this game, you can get this guy right here. I know what you – I saw you stop yourself. Good job, sir, because it was about to come out, wasn't it? See how freely he almost – that end almost transitioned to something else. But, yeah, I saw that. I had – normally I don't message uh, on, you know, those, those Facebook things, but I had to reply to that one. Uh, I was like, I don't understand how somebody did not realize that that was inappropriate. Period. No, you got a whole bunch of white dudes in a room that don't know better. No, they know better. No, you, they don't. They 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 they, 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 they weren't thinking about it. They weren't thinking. They were, that's something they wouldn't think that didn't come to their head. They can't. They can't say plausible deniability. You can't because in the name is the color, the color designation of the person whose image you put. Two plus two is always going to equal four. Period, and pretty much well. Like, well, well, go well, golly, gee, Willikers, we have a we have a game that's called a black market. Let's put a black guy up. Yeah, <laughs> that's what well, we'll do. I mean, at least put some groceries in his hand. Then they can kind of be diffused a little bit. So you know, or a laptop. But you know, I just wonder, KG. I know you. What was your thoughts? I know you. Uh, Saw when I re replied to it on Facebook, but yeah, Very there is no saving that. You can't dress it up. You can't shape it up. You can't do anything. There is no saving that. That should have never came out. That should have never happened. Not at all. Not at all. So uh, that uh, decision was sponsored by y'all, some dumbasses. Um, they do uh, sponsor thoughts and opinions by the sideline junkies and the WrestleManiacs from time to time because that's apropos. Y'all some dumbasses. So hopefully they clean that up because I'm damn sure not going back to the game now uh, to play. And I was playing it from day one. As soon as it went live, I downloaded and started putting that work in. But, yeah, can't do it. Not Not like that. Now, if you, you know, say it's the free black market, so you give me all the black people for free, maybe I'll log in. But nah. <laughs> nah, that, that but they're, being free. they're being free. No, and then, no. You know, the GM is Harry Tubman. 
So, I mean, you know, you, you have all kind of interesting, <laughs> interesting things you can do with that. How come uh, it can't be the white market? Well, I know you didn't the, just say that. How come it can't be the white market? So you're going to say, okay, go ahead and buy people from Trader Joe's? Is that what you're saying? Whatever. <laughs> can we move on? Yeah, can, we can move, move on, on from this. Let's, let's we're, move we're on. Move on to um, outside of the fact that Fox told them they have to do it. What I would consider truly, uh, sad to say, a pointless uh, gimmick show being uh, Throwback SmackDown. So with it being called Throwback SmackDown, it, it's not in comparison to any of the other Raw or SmackDown goes retros that we've ever seen. I don't. I mean, you guys talk about it because the only highlights to me of just the, the ambiance of it was, yeah, really, Teddy Long. Everything else we've seen before. So, you know, the clips, great seeing people and seeing Eddie Guerrero one more time. So I give him two things. But other than that, I mean, we've seen all those clips. We've lived through it. But uh, what was you guys' thoughts? Throwback SmackDown. And the only reason why they were throwing it back is because – uh, Darlington's race for NASCAR is doing a throwback. So Fox said, you got choice. First of all, that Darlington race is not a throwback to the cars. It's a throwback to the paint jobs. They will not bring those cars back. So that's them calling it a throwback for that is bullshit. Second of all, I was about to turn that bad boy off because they said so. I heard them and I misheard them. They said something about the main event being the rock that uh, Triple H and Rock match. I thought they were saying that they were going to show that as the main event, and I was going to turn it off because I'm yeah. like, no, this, uh, uh, no. And then, and and KG and KG can relate to what I'm about to say that Cesaro pulling out that rock dull dull shooter that he put up that he puts on. It ain't nothing sharp about it. It's a dull shooter. It's about as dull as a as a flat pencil, as a broken lead pencil. As seen as crossface. No, not not the, not the crossface. No, I'm saying it, it's a dull. In, in retrospect, I'm saying in comparison. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That between, cross that crossface you know, with, with you know this much space between well, yeah. and the and your neck. You can put your whole. You can put somebody else's head in the space that he leaves in that oh, damn yeah, in that damn thing. Lord. But, but but when I but when I saw I saw okay because Cesaro uses the sharpshooter so I'm like right. okay he about to put a sharpshooter on him but then I was like wait a minute his feet are together <laughs> he's throwing back to the rock this mother this guy what the hell That's, oh I ain't the first time I saw the rock do the sharpshooter I was upset I was mad I was like. What are you doing? You didn't even put it on right. Yep. And then Cesaro, because Cesaro was pretty much the only one that did a throwback to uh throw a, a shout out to anybody, really, yep. in the whole in the whole show. So I mean, I give him that for making the attempt, but you know, give somebody the rock bottom or you know, give the people's elbow or something, you know. That yeah. that that dull shooter, mm-mm. No, no. No. All right, so KG, what was your thoughts? Because uh, uh, I believe, no, you weren't working there then. 
the night that um, uh, Booker T and Stone Cold did the uh, super duper famous, I can't even call it the super duper famous, um, a supermarket match, for lack of a better term. Uh, I actually, this is when, well, there's no kayfabe anymore, when um, WWE would pre-record stuff. So they would send it up to the bird and satellite, and then uh, somehow, some way, uh, through clever production techniques, we were able to get that feed. So we were watching the uncut versions of uh, SmackDown before it got edited, and we got to watch that match and all its entirety and, and every scene that they showed and did not show. Uh, so I was like, man, you know, that, that was awesome. But I, you weren't there, man, because otherwise, I know you were right there with me in production at about 12 midnight, sitting there like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Oh, man, I can't wait to see for everybody to see this on SmackDown. But uh, needless to say, what was your thoughts? Because I know you're a big SmackDown fan uh, from the show all the way up to the games. So throwing it back, was it worth it? Could they have just no. on a show? No, you could have did a regular show. Uh, they did a regular show. They, yeah, that's what they, <laughs> you could. You didn't have to name it anything. But here's my thing: number one, James, you're a hater. The yes. Rock shot you. To, the to Rock shot you. My heart was excellent. No, it made mankind quit. Let's not even go there. Hey, so, they, told so, him to do the, they told him to do the job and he did it. That, that, that has nothing to do with the fact that he got the ugliest sharpshooter that has ever been created. He knew the assignment. So stop hating. That's number one. Number two, if they decided to show now which Rock versus Triple H match would you show as a main event? Would you show uh very first SmackDown? Um Rock versus Triple H with Shawn Michaels as special guest referee. Now, that's you the one they did the clip for. Oh, my. That's the one they showed the clip for. Let me, let, me, let me tell you something. That match right there, I watched it live. Well, it wasn't live. It was recorded Tuesday. I watched it Thursday. But I watched it, and I was on the edge of my seat because I was like, okay, Triple H just won. He, he pretty much – that was when he, his first title reign. Now, if you remember – Triple threat, Mankind wins on Sunday. He breaks JR's arm on Monday. Mankind says, I'm not giving you a title match. Shane says, oh, yes, you are. He wins the title. So that Thursday, he's, you know, sporting the belt and shit. And him and Michaels are going back and forth. Michael says he's going to be the special guest referee. The Rock says, you know, how about The Rock takes off his $1,300 loafers his $600 shirt, you know, come down and whoop your ass. But uh, that super kick at the end broke my 18-year-old heart. I dropped down to my knees. and was just, No, I was 17 at that time. I dropped down to my knees. That was a very – that wasn't – that wasn't the SmackDown that we knew. That was the SmackDown special, if I'm not mistaken. Nope, nope, that was the very first SmackDown. Yeah, that, that was that the first official SmackDown. SmackDown. Yeah, that was yeah. the first SmackDown, yeah. Yeah, because remember, you had the SmackDown special. Right. That yeah, was just a one-time special. Right. Right. And that's when you had Jim Cornette, and that's when the big show premiered, and he dropkicked Test, and I had never seen a, a human being that big dropkick somebody. And you never will again. <laughs> Pretty much. But um, 
I would have took that. I would have took that last night and said, "Hey, give it here. I'll take that." Um, this this is awesome. Well, because I would have took it if they would have had um, Triple H comment over top of the match while it was happening, and maybe him and Sean talking about if you couldn't get the Rock. If you could get the Rock, just Skype in. Doesn't have to be there. That'd be even more awesome. So you have the three people that was involved talking about the matches that was happening. That would be something worth watching. It's still original programming, uh, but at the same time, just to get the in-ring perspective of that match, because you got to remember, it's the Rock Show first episodes. The way they was promoting it, the Rock was doing everything. I mean, everybody knew that the Rock was going to win the belt that night. Now sure. I'm not saying I'm not saying that I wouldn't have watched the match. I just don't want it as a main event. There's too much going on in SmackDown well, I mean, for it to not be, not for that to be the main event. If it had been like maybe if that if that would have gone that could that could have started the second hour, and I'd have been happy with that. But for, for that to be the main event, no, I would I would have I would have I would have changed the channel on that. I would have ended TV with it, but it could have been the main event. So you could have still saved ten minutes. Uh, for the Roman special, what we could call it right now, because Lord knows that was the best part uh, for the uh, the wrestling part of it, in my opinion, was the, the Roman Reigns, Jimmy J. Uso saga, uh, as we've been waiting for it to start to happen um, in this way. So, you know, that was the best part, in my opinion, other than folders in your cup. Uh, KG? <laughs> I was gonna say something else about the best part of waking up, but I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. But did anybody else look? Don't don't. You know what happens? You know what happens when somebody uh, says something that could get us me too. You know what happens? I left it alone. <laughs> I, I, I said I left it alone. But I, did anybody look at that and you thought that they was gonna break out in the whole two cool dance? No, that, that I never thought of that. No, I would never it, thought of that. No, I'll find the screenshot of the the, the moment that that could have happened. So, just to kind of go off the rails of the production notes, if you had to, James, book the ending of this uh, storyline, how would you uh, how would you wrap this up between the Usos proper and Roman? How to end it? Period. Well, how to how to move it forward? No, how to end it? Because I mean, we know that's gonna. They probably got, truthfully, in my opinion, maybe four months, maybe five months, just to be generous of storyline potential. So that's maybe uh, three pay per views worth of uh, opportunity before you wrap it. If they had to stretch it out, they could, you know, take it all the way to Survivor Series. But I don't think it's go that far. Um, could have some money in the bank implications at some point, possibly as well. But how would you end it if you just had to end it whenever down the road, however you want to book it? Um, if you were the guy, if you will, where would you where would you put it? I'd have a match between Jimmy and Roman for the uh, for um, over Jay. So if Jimmy Uso loses, he has to become part of, he has to acknowledge Roman Reigns. 
if he wins, then uh, Jay is released and they go on to win the tag team championships together, apart from Roman. Okay. What about you, KG? I would have the Usos turn on Roman. Super kick party, baby. That's the end right there. You know, leave, leave him a mess in the ring. And then, because I'm waiting, I need to see the Usos versus uh, Street Profits. That's what I need in my life. Usos versus Street Profits with uh, Naomi in their corner and the Usos corner and Bianca Bella in the Street Profits corner. That's what I want. That's what I'm dying for in this bullshit and let's go. Leave him bloody in the ring and do whatever. Do with him whatever you like. All right, I'd end it with uh, uh, a family affair 2.0. So COVID is naturally uh, a little bit better. So you would have uh, all the NOI clan there um, in the seats. And it would be a fatal four-way. Roman versus uh, Jimmy versus Seth Rollins. And we could throw in somebody else because who knows, probably by that point, brand extension you know may have happened so you know we could throw aj styles or kevin owens whoever the biggest faces at that time that everybody's pulling for um hell it could be daniel bryan you know for for all i care uh and no well daniel bryan's contract is up well he's he's out for smackdown i mean no i know i know he's done but i mean he could come back but going wrong is what i'm saying if he wanted to, it's up to no, him. His his contract is up unless they renew yeah. his contract. You're That's saying. what I'm saying. But we're talking about fictitiously. I mean, he could come back and decide, okay, I'll wrestle, but I can't go to SmackDown, so I'll just go to Raw. So he's still because all he said was he's done with SmackDown, not done with WWE storyline wise. So he could go to Raw by choice as one of those you know draft picks that you know just shows up. You know how they do it. They just put somebody on it just to put on that. But like I said, whoever the biggest he's going to ring. He's going to Ring of Honor. Actually, you know what? Take take that back. Put the Rock in it. So the Rock, Jimmy, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns, and the finish of the match is uh, Seth is out because we know Seth's not going to win. It could be uh, we could do elimination, or you could just do you know somehow Seth Rollins just puts to the table, whatever. He's not a factor. And then you have the three standing there. And uh, Jay comes up on uh, the, the the apron. And then next thing you know, pow, super kick to the rock. Both losers. And then the swerve is that you have them uh, tell Roman to go ahead and pin the rock. And that's how, that's how I finish it. And then you would start uh, the dynasty. And keep in mind, the family is there. So then you would actually have Naya, Tamina uh, come out and join them as well. So they would be a full-on faction at that point. I don't know what they would call themselves, but, you know. You got a lot of cross-branding going on there, buddy. If you do it at Survivor Series, then, uh, you know, your Monday after Survivor Series could be Roman sitting at the head of the table. So that you got a lot of cross you got a lot of cross branding going on there, bro. 
Well, we haven't had the uh, the brand extension slash uh, draft yet. So, I mean, you know, if we're talking all the way down to November, anybody could be anywhere at that point. Plus, Survivor Series is one of the few times a year when all brands are present. Just by nature of, you know, Raw versus SmackDown on um, the traditional Survivor Series matches. So they're going to be there anyway. And, you know, according to current storylines, it's possible. But that that's my my finish. So just, just, you know, something off to the side to think about. But since we talked about uh, pointless throwback, uh, my next question to you, KG, and I'll let you answer this one solo. Um, is Raw on a decline? Based Raw has been on last week. and Raw, Raw has been in a decline for years. This is nothing new. Um, Raw used to be the Big Brother show. The one that did the numbers because you 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 got amped up for Raw, especially after a pay per view. Raw was always great after a pay per view, but they don't even bring the lumber anymore after a pay per view. It's like, and eh, we Raw, hey. But SmackDown, on the other hand, SmackDown is like, hey, we SmackDown. You waited all week for us. NXT brings it hard. Raw's Raw, for lack of a better term, Raw's the bitch show now. Hmm. Numbers don't lie. Men and women do, but numbers don't. Remember when people used to say, well, why is Monday so hot? It's because you ran out of fingers on your hand counting how many big match superstars were on the show. That was the glory besides the attitude part of it, of the, the attitude era, is there was that many heavy hitters that was just on the show all at one time, growing, development, cross storyline, and I mean, it was just so much going on. You were just literally entertained from bell to bell live, and the only time you was like, uh, is when you know it was going to commercial break. So you had those rest moments in the match, but then, you know, when you saw that red light come back on the hard camera, you know something was about to pop off. What's up, BJ? The boss is here. Uh, but now... Uh, SmackDown thankfully had Roman Reigns and, and Teddy Long. Raw this week, yeah, yeah that, that I mean that was a hard show to watch. Eva Marie was probably the best thing. I was disappointed, and I'm a Charlotte fan, but that match I don't know if it's she's getting used to her new. How would Jim Ross put it? Her new lean physique. <laughs> She's uh, had that lean physique since she got back from her pregnancy. So, uh, well, yeah. I mean, she moves differently. And it seems like her, 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 what? Her, yeah. her what? Her, remember when she, was, when she was out for all that time? There was a rumor that she was pregnant. That's re and, the reason why she left. And then they said she had COVID. Then she, they said she had COVID, and then they said something about she needed time off, and it was over all kinds of rumors going on about why she was out for so long. And then when she came out, she left the twins home. Yeah, all these after twins. So uh, we we see the boss just posed a picture. Uh, I mean, well, a picture. We see a picture of the uh, uh, his question: What can Raw do with the talent 
to get the people back. And we've talked about it many times on this show. They they need to redo the the rosters randomly. No storyline scripted and try to kayfabe us when we know there's no kayfabe early and say, oh, SmackDown has drafted this person. You put that person there. Do the real spin it and pull a name and let the chips fall where they may. You'd be surprised on how the writers would have to uh, produce content if they're having to produce it for just who knows when. That night, yeah, everything is booked for the night that it's happening, but you do it in one night on Raw, three-hour show, SmackDown is what it is, and you include Raw, SmackDown, and NXT talent. Now, I know that's going to be a little controversial for those that think NXT is the farm league or the C-show, but uh, uh, pay-per-view-wise, NXT has been outproducing the majors every single time. Right now, SmackDown is SmackDown. NXT Raw right yep. now. So, so yeah. you pick it up and let it be, if you're going to be with this company, every brand matters. Uh, and where you go is where you go and you produce. So, you know, we could have Roman Reigns versus um, uh, Cameron Grimes, which with uh, his manager being a million-dollar man, Ted, Ted DiBiase. I'd watch that. You know, we, we could have uh, Dexter Loomis uh versus kevin owens you know you could do multiple things the women's division would be through the roof because you've got a lot more women that are wrestling in nxt than we really see on raw and smackdown because on raw and smackdown it's the same two most of those well same four most of the two is naya and Shayna. so the other two are just interchangeable that's pretty much how it is then you may have a little spot. Oh, that's Charlotte versus, well, I don't know, the same two being a Rhea Ripley and Oscar. Other than that, everything's interchangeable. You just sub Charlotte with who she's facing, and then you sub whoever's going for the tag titles. That's how they're treating the women on Raw and SmackDown because there's no Becky Lynch um, for somebody to just drive it home. And all the talk and stuff that we've heard from Stephanie, we're not seeing anything of her pulling her weight. If I see her, no disrespect, as we know, I'm a fan of Stephanie. Um, but for all for, for all that that we see her winning awards and being, you know, this and that, the most important award that she needs to really pull up is being the champion for the women in her own company. Period. They should have, like Mick Foley said, uh, I think Cesaro agreed, or no, or was it um, Lance Storm, I believe, agreed uh, that the women should have their own show, even if it's an hour. Because let's be honest, show of hands, who the hell's watching 205 Live? Let me move my hand out of the way because I damn sure ain't. Who forgets that it's actually still being produced? <laughs> who still thinks that? You know, all I tried. I tried. I tried to watch two o five. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened with me with two o five live. When they got rid of Enzo Amore, as soon as they got rid of Enzo Amore, that show went downhill like a rock and like a brick and water. Yep. And they they tried to put it on other people, but if, if you, I mean, they it went extra worse 
when it got confusing, in my opinion, because I'm watching NXT, but they're calling the 205 Live, a.k.a. the Cruiserweight Champion, as the NXT Cruiserweight Champion. So I'm like, wait a minute, it's the same belt as, as on now on NXT, but I thought you were saying that 205 Live is separate and you're still taping that, and that's what's happening over there. So who the hell's a champion or what? So it becomes confusing, and then they don't really talk about it. Then you have a commercial, 205 Live, like, why? Just put it on NXT and call it a day. That mm-hmm. hour is being taken up by, you know, the women can have that hour. And you could have something that AEW doesn't have, which is taking advantage of the depth that you have in the women's division because AEW is still figuring it out. They've got talent out the wazoo that would make a great one-hour women's show. They just haven't figured that part out yet. And I don't know why they. I don't know why they didn't keep the cruiserweight division in NXT, in uh, NXT UK because they have a whole lot of uh, they have a whole lot of guys in NXT that's UK most, that would be cruiserweight. Everybody in the UK is a cruiserweight, right? So cruiserweight I would I would instead of instead of uh, having a match, well, they could have still had the match for the NXT UK Championship with Santos Escobar and uh, Jordan Devlin, to, right? To, to, you know, because that match needed to be that, that match needed to happen. To determine who was going to be that champion, but they still could have kept the cruiserweight championship in NXT UK because they do need us. They do. They need another belt. They need, no, now you. Now I'm. I'm the one who says that there are too many belts in WWE right now, but they do need a secondary belt in um NXT UK. Well, so, wait, 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 wait. Women's tag championship to separate it. One for Raw, one for SmackDown to give more women an opportunity to wrestle. Now, I don't, not glass. I already said I don't agree with them having the NXT women's tag title. I don't agree with that. And if they do have that title, they need to go over to NXT UK and defend that too. But I, I like the fact that they that the uh, the women's championship, the women's tag championship was going to NXT. I like that because it brought WWE talent, start super main card talent to NXT. So I like I like that. So I'm I mean, with you, but NXT didn't need the main card talent. They didn't. They don't need the main card talent. But they need. But, they have more women there. But it bring it brings it brings to light the women in the NXT women's division, and eventually a winner from that goes to W. It goes to Raw or SmackDown. And builds well, up those women's divisions. Well, James, truth be told, the, the biggest light that NXT has had shown on it to date is the current SmackDown women's champion, Bianca Belair. Rhea, eh, but Bianca, you know that's NXT. You you can't deny 100% NXT. She and, I, and I know for NXT. everybody watching, I know I sound like I'm contradicting myself. I probably am. Probably. But, I mean, I'm just saying. James's contradiction is sponsored by a uh, fork and knife and plastic that you get from who were sponsored by Chick-fil-A. See, that's why you, that's why you were distorted and whatnot. Nobody heard that. So, yeah, you don't oh, need to repeat it. Oh, I'm saying <laughs> James is 100% sponsored by Salty. About right there. So, he's always Salty and a salt pack. Time out. Time out. 
Twenty second timeout. We got a flag on the play. You say, <laughs> you say we don't need more belts, but I, I have to disagree with you because you have the women, this large women's roster, and I agree that the women need to get more time. I'll get into that in a second. But these women need another belt to go out. They don't have a secondary championship. You got Raw Women's Championship, SmackDown Women's Championship. What's underneath of that to go after? Because, I mean, granted, yes, this is new. This is not the same old territory of wrestling where you put the United States Championship, you put the TV title, you put the Intercontinental Championship on a, on a wrestler to see if they can carry the mantle to groom them to be champion. But you have to do something for the ladies because the ladies don't have a U.S. title. Unless you're going to let them start competing for the U.S. title and Intercontinental title again. They don't have that title. So I, I think the ladies need possibly a TV title that can be defended on SmackDown, Raw, or NXT. And that'll be your secondary championship. But that was what the NXT titles were meant to for. That was their original concept. That the that the NXT champion or the NXT women's champion was supposed to be able to use use that title to go after the Intercontinental belt or the uh, U.S. belt or in this case or in the women's case go after the women's titles. That's what the original concept of the NXT belts were for. Yeah, but how long ago was that concept? That's the problem. The beginning. That was from the beginning. That concept became defunct when they doubled down. And got the Fox deal because Fox put on some uh, some conditions on how they wanted their product on their network to be shown, which caused the conditions to roll over to Raw. Because you know, truthfully, to me, it seems like I'm not saying I'm in the boardrooms and stuff like that. USA is pretty much like you've been here forever. You do great numbers advertising wise. I know people talk about demographics, blah blah blah. Really, it comes down from network to how much of the sponsor paying for whatever five minute ad that they're putting during your show. And if they're paying the Buku money because they know, you know, people are watching, then you're good. That's really what it comes down to is how much money is uh, the network making for the duration of your show when it comes down to ad buys. If nobody's paying for it, you're getting canceled. But if people are still paying, then, you know, your product is your product. And USA and WWE, they've been in bed long enough to know we got you covered. We may be low this time, but we're going to make it up at this time. We'll do something special, blah, blah, blah. But Fox is like, no, we want it like this. We paid you this much money to have the product here, and it's the time slot, and we want to make sure that we have a say in exactly what's being produced on our network because we said so. If not, you're at a crunch anyway. You have to go somewhere, so uh, you can go ahead and try to find somebody, or you can do what we tell you to do, and that's the way it works. Um and now on Peacock, they also said, well, we're going to go ahead and edit your product. So uh, we have our own standard practices, and most of the Attitude Era does not fall into our S&P. So we're just going to cut that content out. Y'all go ahead and get started and cut it for us if you want. But if it's going to be aired on Peacock, uh, yeah, people aren't going to see the Attitude in the Attitude Era at the extent. So we'll never see a hand being delivered, you know, Half of the, the, the Ministry of Darkness and stuff, you're not going to see because people these days are a little too, uh, you know, we're, we're not going to see the Nation of Domination versus DX and all the, the jokes and stuff that they went back and forth. Yeah, now looking at it, it's like, uh, OK, 
okay, the croc, you know, you have to kind of have a little bit of a darker blackface there, Triple H. But I mean, you know. <laughs> well, speaking <laughs> of speaking of content that we won't be able to see, we also won't be able to see the segment with uh the home invasion of Stone Cold Steve Austin to and uh Brian Pillman, which nope. I want to bring up the dark side of the ring that they just had um this past Thursday. Did you all get to see the Brian Pillman story on Dark Side of the Ring premiere? No, unfortunately, I, not, not you. I was watching a Dark Side of uh, Elliot Stabler, so <laughs> my Thursday was kind of uh, caught up by the gong gong. Well, you need to on. you need to check that out because I mean that was that was one of their better pro, uh, productions. That that one right there um, was it was done very well. Uh, I'm I'm I, that made me think that uh, I'm wondering why they haven't been nominated for an Emmy yet, because those uh, those do those dark side of the ring shows are very very well done, and um, I mean, in 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 watching it, you had uh, the main focus that they had was on Brian Pillman's uh, sister, who gave a lot of insight as as far as Brian and his growing up. And uh, things that happened that um, during the car accident and during, just during his life and whatnot that they broke down, it was very well. It was very very well done. And you need anybody that hasn't watched it yet needs to watch. Needs to try to find that and watch it because uh, I'm sure they'll be showing it again um, next week, probably before the uh, Dark Side of the Ring for this week coming. So um, you need to take the time to look at that and and. It show it's it's give it's giving you a lot of insight as to things that I mean they give you the basic story, but they go in they go even deeper into the story and give you things that you may not have known about about his story. Now the only thing that I didn't kind of like about it was the fact that they did they went through a lot of things in his career, but they didn't even touch on the Heart Foundation and his involvement in the Heart Foundation. So, but um, I, and I was wondering about that. I was wondering why they didn't. But that, that's um, a tree you don't want to bark up without, you know, that lawsuit. They want to. They don't want to encounter that. They, they know. So it sounds like they're smart enough to know. We just going not not cross that bridge, because that, that's that's a, a lineage that we may not want to touch. But I'm quite sure they put an inquiry <coughs> out there in a the feeler, say, hey, are we allowed to? And it was probably came down no, because I mean I, I mean he was so intertwined in all that 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 could have just brought up you know bad memories and rehashing Owen and stuff like that. So maybe out of respect. Well, they had a they had an Owen show and so in season two they had an Owen show. Yeah, which but, is so, good. Which is good also, but I mean yeah. So um yeah I mean I don't know why they didn't bring up the heart his involvement in the Heart Foundation because I mean. Even bringing in the classic picture of him sitting at commentary with all the belts, <laughs> you know, if they'd had, if they'd had that one picture, that would have taken care of everything for the Heart Foundation, as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah. but yeah, the, the picture, the, the picture that was drawn of them peeing on the Amer on the flag and everything, you know, that that you know that or you know that type thing. So, I mean, for them to not show the Heart Foundation was kind of disappointing to me. But like I said, it was a very very well done, um, um, and uh, and I'm one and I'm wanting I'm looking forward to the next one. I don't know what the next one's going to be for this Thursday, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. Okay, 
So good, good lookout on that. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're at the last segment, which to me I think is going to be a lot of fun because I'm interested to see and what the responses are going to be to this. And since it's Mother's Day, I figured why not have a little fun and ask uh, these two fine young gentlemen a big old Mother's Day question. And that being, if you could have any female superstar, period, just any, it's wide open, to be your mom, who would that be? So for me, I, the only person, as soon as I, I pose the question to myself, uh, would be Sheldon, Sheldon Benjamin's mama. Thea Vidal, no, because I do like the show. <laughs> shout out to Thea Vidal. Um, and then also, you know, also a shout out to uh, Ernest the Cat Noah's mama, wherever she is, because somebody should have called her. But my mom would have to be Mae Young, just because I could look at him like, Mama, can I take the bump? What the hell are you asking me for? Get your ass up there and get thrown through the table. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm going to take the bump. Like you better do it good, dude. Don't you come here and take that? Well, I can't say that word. That begins with a P. But um, that type of bump, you better go ahead and take it like you mean it. Yes, ma'am. And then after that, you take your little brother this hand and smack the out the person that you're wrestling. <laughs> like, come on, little bro. <laughs> Just holding a hand <laughs> into the ring. Oh man, that, I would have a a hand versus little Jimmy match. That'd be awesome. But uh, <laughs> that's who my mama would be. Would be me. Um, so KG, who's your mama? Well, I'm 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 a little torn. I I had a three way tie, and I thought about this. Uh, I said, you know, Sapphire, because everybody loves my mama. Yeah, and I, but then I thought about it. I was like, yeah, everybody loves my mama, but I would have to say it's a, it's a tie between Sapphire and China because I've seen my mama whoop dudes' ass. So, what that means, I've also seen your mama for one night. So I don't know how I can. <laughs> Man, I can't think my, about your mama like that. You like, I'm gonna have to come over your house every day, but like, Miss um, China. Can I have some more juice? <laughs> Mind your tongue or have it cut from your head. Like, man, why you keep looking at my mom's? <laughs> but then also, you know, I saw you know, on the video. True. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and move on. But <laughs> <laughs> my my third one was uh Bianca Belair because just oh no no that can't be your mama no no the the the, the rise of and, and and the work that she puts in. And how dedicated she is to her crime. My mom's dedicated like that. I said that's a you know, that's a trifecta of my mom right there. Everybody loves her. My mom can kick a dude's ass and then she puts in that work. So And when you're bad, she's gonna whoop you behind with her hair. With a breed. <laughs> yeah, she ain't even gotta get a belt. She ain't gotta get a belt or a switch for you. She got that braid. That's, that's it. it. No, mama, I won't do it no more, mama. And you see what she did to you see you see what she did to Sasha. Yeah, so she, she knows what she's right gonna do to you. <laughs> <laughs> knocked her right out the company. One whip, no nay nay. That's all it was. So James, yeah, even Bobby, even Bobby, even Bobby. Uh, 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 what was what's his name? Uh, the uh, dirty, the dirty dogs. Bobby, uh, 
Oh, Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode even caught one this week, last week. <laughs> don't, don't you get that? You hear that cracking? God dang. Woo. And it ain't even a sound effect. It's just, it's just her. Yep. <laughs> That's her. I, I couldn't even roll back because, you know, under normal circumstances, I'd be like, man, I got to see that spot again. You know, I'd have watched Mick Foley get thrown off the cage who knows how many times. And just the sound of the doo-doo-doo. That's how it sounds every single time. It's like, man, that's crazy. But when Bianca went, oh, oh my God, I can only hear that once. That's like Game of Thrones. You know, by the time you get done with the series, I can only watch that one time because I can't emotionally go through the Red Wedding and all that other stuff again. It's like, even knowing it's going to happen, it's like, that's messed up. But can I go on a tangent real quick about Game of Thrones? Have you guys seen the show? Never. You muted. You muted. You muted. <laughs> oh, my bad. Of course I had. You do know my daughter's name, right? <laughs> uh, so, here's, well, KG, this would be more to you, and you can let me know if I'm off base or not. Well, so for the audience, for the audience, KG, let the audience know what uh, your daughter's name is. This one right here. Come on. This is the queen. Why does she call it the queen? Because she's named after two queens. Her name is Akasha Khaleesi. Mother dragons. Or yes, that's her. Dragon. That is your nickname. Get out of here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Alexandra. If that you say, if that she says her nickname is Alexandra. Uncle right. BJ, say hi, baby. <laughs> so, KG, since you've seen it, here's my true opinion of Game of Thrones. That whole show is about. One little kid who didn't do what his mama said and effed it up for the entire family. Brand Stark was told, don't you climb up on nothing. Okay, mama, I won't. He climbs up on something, sees something he needs, he's not supposed to see, and now his daddy dead, his mama dead, his brother's dead. <laughs> half the, half the, 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 the north is dead. The winter has came. It's like, wait a minute. And all he get to do is show for is, I'm a three-eyed raven in a wheelchair. So wait a minute. Oh, and he's also the reason why my favorite character can only say one word. <laughs> Hold the doors. Like, really? Really? So Bran jacked up the entire lineage of everybody because he didn't listen to his mom. That's Game of Thrones to be just summed up. Everybody else is just playing a role because if he would have done that, Ned Stark would have been king of the north. Uh, the, Tar, uh, uh, the Targaryens would have still went after um, uh, the Lannisters, but Ned would have been up in the north. We may not even have to worry about the Mother of Dragons potentially and all that stuff and Khal Drogo, blah, 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 because you got a, a unified Westeros, and that's it. But nope, one little bad, well, I'm going to say it right, one little badass kid, don't we not supposed to do. So you tell me, KG, I mean, am I off base? Well, hold on, I had to call an expert in, so, because I'm new to it, because I had to go back and rewatch it, so I'm calling the expert in real quick, so she come around this daggone corner, where she at? So... The, the 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 thing on the table now is that Game of Thrones is just a show about a little kid who didn't do what his mama told him. 
Episode one. Episode one. Bran Stark was told not to climb anything and to be good and play where he was supposed to play. Bran Stark was told not to climb anything, be good, and he climbed everything, same shit he wasn't supposed to see, and he got everybody fucked up. That's the basis of the show, and then he turned into the three-hour raven. No, you can't. It's not cut and dry like that. It's not black and white like that. It's not something <laughs> happened between him falling out, being pushed out the tower, and him becoming the three-eyed raven. Yeah, but if he wouldn't have been on the power, would be alive. So, so Don said if he would have listened, his daddy wouldn't have died. His father was going to die regardless. Whether he listened or not. (laughs) The minute that he decided to go to King's Landing, it was over. He was was ready to. Ned Stark was torn because he he didn't there because he lost his son. you know, that whole thing about the Lannisters and all that. And Ned, that's all it was. They tried to kill my son. Now you want me to be the hand of the king? We don't have to talk offline about that. Yeah, yeah, that's who you, I don't know if you want to go do battle with it, Don. Oh, I we, don't know. We can do some battle. Yeah, because he, he like, nah, this is what it is. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Hey, look, that's a podcast in itself. <laughs> I would pay money for that. We can we can go there. The next, that's the next verses. <laughs> hey, that would be a vicious versus right there. Hey, look, I'll DJ that versus. Oh my god! There'll be one song, the theme song, the entire time. <laughs> just and loop it. Know, just keep looping it. Little pop up books just popping up stuff out of nowhere. <laughs> oh right, my so god! Bringing it back home to James. You've had plenty of time if you haven't thought about who you want your mama to be. <clears throat> Uh, well, I'm like KG. I got a three-way tie going right now between Karma, ooh, Jacqueline, ooh, and Jazz, ooh, man. And I don't know who to pick. Or get beat, no matter which way it is. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I know I ain't got to worry about nothing because if somebody mess with me, all I got to do is call my mom. Yeah, but which one scares you the most about if you got in trouble? Whose butt whipping would be the worst? Jazz. I Jacqueline. Jazz. Really? Jazz. Over Jackie? That good old over Texas Jackie. Beat? Yeah. Oh, hey, I I take a Texas beating over a New Orleans beating. No, no. no. I mean, also Colin would give a good beating too. They'll kind of look alike, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> What's that face, man? <laughs> oh, you know. Oh, you know. He oh he over there. Oh, he over there grubbing again. Okay, that's we had the end of it. You couldn't wait. Three he minutes. over there getting his grub on. He got his mouth full and everything. Look, just chewing. Three minutes. <laughs> My sugar was low. How you going to tell everybody? What is that? Brownies. My sugar was low. Those are those aren't loaded, Artie. No, man. That, uh, I'm a man, so I can't do that. We're not sponsored by Loaded Browns. Mm-mm. But hold on. That wasn't a Me Too mama. That's that look, man. What? Karma gives a good beating. No. <laughs> See, we had already established the content of the beating and what we were talking mm-hmm. about. So 
you know, that's not a me too. It's a Mother's mm. Day show, man. You gotta, you yeah, gotta we were, we, 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 we had already established what kind of beating we were talking about. So, yeah, yeah, we're talking about moms and them, not baby moms and them. I'm gonna leave it alone. Man, I'm gonna leave it alone. You know everything, man. You, over here, we have one job, man. Just bring it home. But hold on. Wait. I said if my mom was trying to, you talking about you coming over to get juice because you seen my mama for one night. What you? Well, I mean, she did do a, she did do some porn. I mean. She did, she did quite a few. She was a She-Hawk and a couple. She did quite a few. Pretty damn yeah, good that's, ones, too. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I found it in my daddy closet. And then I watched it. I was like, that's KG Moms. <laughs> like. You can't blame me for that. I mean, if he was gonna, if he was gonna, he could have done that with me with Jacqueline, because I mean, Jacqueline is known known for her antics. Hey man, hey man. back in the beginning of her career, back in Tennessee and Texas. You, you and me, you and New Jack, leave that alone, man. We're not talking about that. You and New Jack, leave that alone. Man. That's all I'm saying. Just leave that alone. Leave that I mean, alone. Really? But before we before we get off the air, there's there's uh, something I've, I forgot to mention earlier that I wanted to. Uh, talk about as far as uh, MLW. Mm -hmm. uh, MLW had, had their last uh, show for the season and the main event was Leo Rush defending the cruiserweight, the uh, middleweight championship against Myron Reed of which he wound up losing the match, the match to Myron Reed. So Myron Reed is the new MLW middleweight champion and in the 19 year history of MLW is the first two time champion in that company so um kudos to him and um they're going they're going to end their season which is pretty much the reason why the saturday noon show on vice is going back and showing all the older shows because they're going to uh pretty much stop production on shows until july the 10th mm. and on july the 10th they're going to have their first show in the 2300 arena in philadelphia and they're going to start moving their shows around to different cities and having live um, audiences again. So, right. um, so uh, J July tenth, um, uh, MLW shows usually have their show on their first, their main show on Wednesdays, but they have the replays on Saturday nights at nine o'clock, and they have the Saturday now they have the Saturday noon show on Vice Network, the same network that does Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, and they'll be doing their shows on those platforms as well as on Fight TV and um, other um, outlets. So I just wanted to make sure I brought that up before the show was over. I forgot to put that in my segment earlier. All right. Well, and if that's the case, then might as well just put the PSA out there for all of our listeners and watchers. Please be nice, be good on 4th of July. Because that will be this year's litmus test. If people go buck wild on Fourth of July this year, the the country truthfully could regress instead of clear when it comes down to all these COVID restrictions. Oh, forget so, for July first. You forgot about you forgot about Memorial Day. Memorial Day comes at yeah. the end of the month. Yeah, but it's, that's it's, when everybody's gonna go. That's when everybody's gonna get nah. out and go buck wild because it's gonna be warm. It's gonna be good and warm everywhere by then. Yeah, that, that may be a, a cookout or, you know, people, we talking about mass travel. Florida is going to be nuts. Myrtle Beach is going to be nuts. Um, you know, Virginia Beach. Memorial, you know, Memorial, Memorial, so Memorial Day, too. 
Memorial Day too, especially well, well, when you're talking about, especially when you're talking about Daytona Beach and all the um uh uh, uh bike weeks. Yeah, that's true. And all that stuff and all the uh spring breaks. Atlanta as a whole. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So you know, you know, please, you know, think about that and make sure we all do what we need to do so that way from a wrestling standpoint, we can get uh higher capacity into arenas. WWE can finally, even though it's all right, but get rid of the Thunderdome. Um, you've done what you need to do. You become critically acclaimed, award-winning. Get some people in Raw SmackDown. Um, AEW can get to a, a bigger venue and start touring like they are planning on in August, and we can really get uh, the independent circuit back out there in droves, and more things can happen and more opportunities can be out there for uh, all the sports entertainers, wrestlers and wrestlers and all that stuff. If everybody does well on those two holidays and we can, you know, have a, a great summer and then end of the year with hopefully, you know, minimal COVID restrictions to get back to a state of normalcy. So uh, sideline junkies, well, I'm sorry. We're gonna go through and, you know, do our normal. Katie's gonna tell us, uh, where you can hear us, et cetera. But also, this is the final round of sponsorships that we're not sponsored by, but you know it could be. So uh, I'd like to thank everybody for watching. If you're on YouTube and all that fun stuff, you know you can click the like button and subscribe, and you know do all those fun things that people normally hound you and beg you for in the beginning of uh, whatever you're watching on YouTube. We're just saying that hey, if you want to click the button. If not, click the button. And then we'll go from there. And that plug and that request is being sponsored by Universal Remotes. You never know when things may go downhill. So a Universal Remote will save your life. Keep it in your pants. Get <laughs> back, back, or wherever else, because one day you may have to whip it out and use your Universal Remote. KG, I defer to you on that, sir. Uh, you want to go ahead? You want to go ahead and give it, give it to him now. I, I agree with. I will agree with this one. Go ahead. Well, uh, me too. I agree. I agree. You're welcome. It's a universal remote. It works on both sides of the street. Okay, so forget all that. Before we before we get KG to tell where we got tell everybody where we are, who won the picks for AEW? We never said that. John Cena. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. By the time I got done with the entire show and realized the debauchery, I might even tallying this tallying this mess up. But I'll look at it for your sake, James. While you're telling us who you're not sponsored by, well, I'm done with my sponsorships. Oh, we need to we need to we need to fill air. Then KG, go ahead and tell us who where they, folks can find us so you can tally up everything. <laughs> well, hold on, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Anchor. Tune in, Pod Chaser, Pod Tail, Spotify, Pod Bean, Owl Tail, iHeart Radio, uh, Radio Public Pocket Cast, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, the Podcast App, Hub Hopper, 
Cast Box, Google Play, and Verbal. Okay. All the places you can hear us. YouTube, so what, Facebook, and what we on Instagram live? We live on Instagram. Yeah, don't forget social media platforms. Of course, YouTube. You can hit, see us live on YouTube every week. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, Sideline Junkies. Uh, Facebook, Sideline Junkies colon podcast. Facebook group, Sideline Junkies twenty four seven. Twitter, Sideline Junkies. Man, there's no reason in the world you can't get in contact with us. You shouldn't see everything. We got a debate going on around the office about Limbys, Reggie Lewis versus Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. Would they still what? have six rings if they, left, if they lived? I mean, no, we got a lot going on. Go check that out. Yep, and we're working on, uh, you know, being uh, shown on Cornhub as well. Um no, nah, that's you doing the Pornhub and OnlyFans. And- <laughs> hey, don't knock OnlyFans. Snap- Snapchat that's Plus. Nice. Snapchat Plus or whatever it is. What's the it's called? Snapchat yeah. Private. First, first of all, first of all, you're telling on yourself, young man, because I didn't even know that was a Snapchat Plus. So just the fact that you named something that, who knew? Obviously. Just be- hey, just do. because I'm knowledgeable doesn't mean I'm included. Oh, we know you included. No, we know every the look that's on what, your hey, face. Look, that's look what your face says that the deduction is coming out of your bank account every month. That that's what in XNXX is for. And on that note, was that a singing group? In excess? Oh yeah, I said XNXX. Oh, you on some that right there. Um. It's just a division of X videos. Don't it, don't trip. I never heard of X video. So obviously, I'm a virgin in this group. So I let you, you are nowhere near a virgin. Nowhere near. You got more kids than I got. Allegedly, you came out the womb with a son. <laughs> they said not. They said, oh, they said they told your mama you got twins. Oh, that's it. No, that's his son. I'm already grandmama. James just got nasty, James. For no more are you talking about May and May Young in her hand. But she had a hand. I can I got a control of what spits out that woman's regime. KG, do you have a, a sponsor but not sponsored before uh, we uh say the words? Uh I'm sponsored by Nisha's brownies and Nisha's hair. So if you want to buy your wife some hair. We selling hair. We got bundles, baby. We got bundles. You want to buy a bundle? Hit my inbox. We got bundles, baby. Bundles. I don't know nothing about it. It's wet and wavy and something like that. I don't know, but you we got, got bundles. Hey baby. man, I'm looking. I'm looking Wait for some. I'm looking for some Egyptian silky. I'm just trying to figure out. Does Nisha know you have her hair? Yes. Stop. True. <laughs> she like puppy now. She's been dancing over here in the living room for like the last 20 minutes. I'm no, talking about you think she on that going, uh, you got served right about now. Go go get go get her cheesecake. Stop playing around. Man, she better go to hell today. It's 1106. Don't you got school tomorrow? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I'm the manager, B. 
Like you over tell him you over there talking about his mama China. Like, shoot, you got tender ears. You shouldn't hear that. Now she's gonna go to like grandma, you in China? He's like, yeah, baby. I've been to China. Ooh. <laughs> Trouble cause. So only without only, only him. Without any more uh, uh procrastination, as always, we want to thank everybody for watching. Tell you to uh, diversify your bonds. Konnichiwa, bitches. God, James, you had one job. You ruined it the entire show. I gave it a pregnant pause. Give it a break, man. You be well, all right. The only pause you would get pregnant. So, KG. That's all right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. No kids over here. I'm going to let y'all handle that. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. My God, but like Benjamin Button over here. Good night and God bless.